our nervous systems do not have the capacity to handle this much stress. And you feel helpless because we're not able to withstand seeing so much suffering and being helpless to stop it. Welcome to Finding Flow State, a podcast to inspire you to get out of your own way and get into the driver's seat of your life to find your authentic flow. My name is Steph Ellen. I'm a recovering perfectionist turned transformational life coach. I'm here to empower you to let go of perfectionism and start taking messy action to show up with unapologetic authenticity. Join me each week for raw, unfiltered conversations with inspiring guests, as well as solo pep talks with a little bit of tough love thrown in. I am so excited that you're here. Let's flow. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Flow State. And this is an episode I didn't know whether I would record, to be honest. Even as I've pressed record, I'm like, do I need to add to this narrative? I don't know. And I think that's what I want to start with. It's like, it's okay not to know what to do or what to say when things feel overwhelming. So this episode... It's a short conversation to you if you are struggling at the moment. If you're a highly sensitive, empathetic person and what's going on in the world is really affecting you. Because right now, in my personal life and my business, things are going so well. And it's even hard to talk about things going well, I think, sometimes because you feel like you're bragging or there's this idea that, you know, when the state of the world is the way that it is, that you can't celebrate your own personal successes. And that's the conversation I want to open is this idea of feeling guilt. This conversation around how to cope, but also how to feel less guilty about living your life when there are atrocities going on around the world. And I'm absolutely not going to get into the politics of the situation. The only thing that I will really say is that there is so much suffering going on on both sides. There are so many innocent people children who are suffering and I'm also sending you so much compassion if witnessing this suffering is overwhelming you and there's this element of guilt that comes with that it's the survivor's guilt but it's this privileged guilt as well it's this idea that Like, I know that I've won the genetic lottery in many ways. I was born in England, a middle-class family. 
I'm white. There's privilege in that. There's so much privilege. I'm educated. And then when you see things that are happening in other parts of the world, and there's this like deep guilt and almost shame of, well, you know, how can I be happy when there's so many things going on? And then there's this other element of, well, how dare I even be sad about some things or struggling with things that seem trivial? And I want this message to be a permission slip that it's it's okay. And it's okay to not know what to do or what to say because there is no right thing to do or say in this situation. The conflict is so complex. There are so many opinions. There are so many people posting things and speaking about things. So many people who don't even know what they're talking about there's so much anger and grief, which is normal. It is normal to feel anger about this. It is normal to feel overwhelmed because our nervous systems do not have the capacity to handle this much stress. Like from an evolutionary standpoint, when we lived in tribes and smaller communities, we just about had the capacity to understand what was happening within our group. We would have no idea what's happening across the world. And now, not only do we know what's happening across the world, but we're bombarded with news. We're bombarded with news and opinions and propaganda and images and graphic, disgusting images, because that's what makes money. That's what gets attention. Attention is a resource that people are trying to get. Like people are desperate, companies are desperate for your attention. They will do whatever it takes to get your attention. And at the moment, it's graphic, it's violence, it's how shocking can you get? It's the shock factor. And in a world where we're so bombarded with horrible graphic things, it just keeps gets getting more and more shocking. But your nervous system has never evolved to handle this. We can't even comprehend that much suffering. And if you're someone who feels things deeply, and it's not just numbers, like you don't just see numbers, you see people, you feel what these people are going through. And you feel helpless because we're not able to withstand seeing so much suffering and being helpless to stop it. On a more micro level, like that's one of the factors that makes people more resilient to the effects of trauma if they experience it themselves. If there's a feeling that you can get away from the trauma or you can do something, even if it's not even, you know, even if it's not actually truly getting away from it, if there's like some autonomy and some control that you feel that you had in the situation, you tend to be more resilient to the effects of that trauma. Now, notwithstanding what everyone who is actually experiencing that trauma is going through, like when you're witnessing it, we have no control. We have no way of helping. And yes, you can say, oh, well, I'm raising awareness by sharing about this. And it's important to raise awareness. And yes, it is important to raise awareness. But we've got to ask, are we raising awareness in the right way? 
Like, is it the right thing to do to bombard everyone all the time? And people will say, oh, well, you know, we're donating to causes, we're donating to this. And I was like, well, there's a lot of people struggling right now financially as well. A lot of people feel guilt then that they can't give. And that compounds with the fact that they're like, oh God, if I can't afford to give and then, you know, how selfish am I and and doing this and that. And like, we don't even know if this money is even going into the right places. And the horrendous thing is, is there's so much happening at all times all around the world. And next week, the week after, there'll be something else. The media will move on. There'll still be people suffering. There'll still be people dying. But the spotlight just gets moved onto something else because they want to get our attention. They want our attention and people get compassion fatigue. They're like, oh, I can't see this anymore. Let's just move on to the next thing. Let's get the shock factor. I'm not sitting here with this microphone, like on this little podcast, acting like I've got any answers. I don't. I'm just trying to put some words to the experience that a lot of people are going through. And I don't mean that we should be ignorant of what's happening. That is not what I mean at all. But have some compassion for yourself and your capacity for what you can handle. Our nervous systems are not designed to witness this much human suffering or animal suffering or anything. Like we do not have the capacity to witness that when we have no control over what's happening. I'm saying this because this affects me deeply. Like it affects me deeply emotionally. And I've not known what to say on social media. I have a social media presence and part of me's wanted to speak on it and part of me hasn't because I don't necessarily want to add to the noise of what everyone's saying, but I also don't want to be silent and then get that whole other sort of opinion of, well, being silent is being complicit and who are you supporting? It's not about picking a side, but it's about having compassion for yourself and for other people. And I felt like, you know, maybe doing this little episode on the podcast, whereas I know fewer people will hear it, but those of you who will hear it will be able to hear a bit more of an in-depth rather than just, you know, sharing some kind of 90-second reel or some carousels with some opinions or, you know, we stand with X, Y, Z. Like it's it's a lot. It's a lot. I don't know if this is the right thing to do. And I think that's really the message is that no one knows what's the right thing to do in this. But all I know is that if you have the capacity to handle it and to take action, please do. But if you are being paralyzed by this, if you're being overwhelmed, if you're finding yourself staying up at night, refreshing the news, seeing what's going on. And I was doing this the other night. I was doing this. I saw a particular image that I won't describe next to an image of one of the hostages and I like I felt like physical pain and guilt and shame and you know couldn't believe that I'm worried about something trivial whilst this is going on and like how dare I and who do I think I am and what can I do and then realizing there's nothing I can do and all that I was doing was dysregulating myself even further 
So if you have the capacity and the means, engage in it. I'm not saying ignore this. I'm not saying be ignorant of what's going on in the world. Absolutely not. Like we need to know. I'm just saying do not keep refreshing the pages and looking for more updates if that's just sending you into a spiral because you're not helping anyone in that spiral either. You're not helping anyone if you're on your phone just doom scrolling, getting more and more despondent with the state of the world and feeling more and more upset and dysregulated. You're not helping anybody. So what you can do, what you can do is act local. Activism is so powerful. Having that purpose, that shared experience of moving towards a goal, righting wrongs. You can't be an expert on all of the world's issues. And I think that's a huge problem as well, is that people want to be, they want to offer an opinion, even when they probably shouldn't be offering an opinion because they know nothing about it. Like all the research they've done is just following their favorite influencer who reshared a few carousels and then they've watched a YouTube video from someone who's probably biased as hell anyway. If you want to make a difference in the world, pick one or two causes that you truly believe in and that you can get behind and make a difference there. Don't spread yourself so thin across political issues, climate issues, animal rights issues, racism, homophobia, like whatever, you know, choose your cause. There are so many causes that you can choose and get really freaking good. Learn as much as you can. Make the biggest impact. Start locally. Again, I don't even know if this has fully made sense. I don't even know if this is going to resonate. But I had to say something, and I also want to make this clear that I don't have the answers. I don't know anyone who has the answers. And we have to sit in the pain of that. We have to sit in that, looking at what other humans are doing to each other and being like, There's so much suffering happening, but you being paralyzed by a pit of despair is not helping anyone. What you are here to do is to live your purpose, to be your most authentic self. And you might even hear that and be like, that sounds so trivial given what's happening, but how is that trivial? How is it trivial that you make the best of what you have? You deserve to have happiness. Like you're not less deserving of happiness because you have privilege. I believe you have a a need, I guess, I would want a better word, a need to be generous. You can't be generous if you yourself are in scarcity, doom scrolling at 3am and not actually doing anything to earn any, any money that you could then generously give. And if you can't give money, you can give time. But you can't do any of those if you're completely paralyzed by fear and overwhelm and hatred and shame and guilt, like you can't do anything from that space. All that does is breed more fear. It breeds more polarization. Like that's the other key topic of this It's polarization. It's people being pitted against each other. People being forced to pick a side. Even as I record this, the Australians have just voted in the referendum. And again, it's this polarization. It's this picking a side. It's not selfish to prioritize your own mental health. I know that you know that you can't pour from an empty cup. 
to stop scraping the barrel. Three, your last drop of compassion. So I hope that, I hope that's been some comfort. I don't know if it has. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Reach out if you need support. Do what you can. Pray. Look after yourself. Look after each other. And let's spread more love, not fear. I know that's a cliche. I can't think of anything else to end it with because that's really all there is to it. Okay. And look, normal programming will resume next week. I don't think there's anything wrong with continuing to operate your business, continuing to be positive, continuing to be yourself when it does feel like the world's on fire. But that doesn't mean you shine any less bright. You might agree with me, you might disagree. All is welcome. All of you is welcome. And until then, I'll catch you next week. You've been listening to the Finding Flow State podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, a rate and review wherever you get your podcasts would mean the absolute world to me. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time. Finding Flow State, the podcast, respectfully acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today.